Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keontae Scott is returning to the Auburn Tigers, and Hugh Freeze is killing the transfer portal. Let's talk about it tonight on the live edition of the Uptempo Podcast. You are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network. What is up, Uptempo family? Uh, there he is. There's my guy. Welcome to the live show. My boy Dustin getting in here with me. Uh, I am Blake Lane here with my guy Dustin Smith. Uh, we, <laughs> my buddy, uh, man, you got me right there. Um, <laughs> we're, we're glad to be here, man. Uh, just chopping it up before we started this and having a little fun talking about the Auburn Tigers. Uh, and, and look, we're excited. Uh, Keontae coming back. Obviously, we're, we're amped up about that. And Hugh Freeze kind of digging in the portal, uh, getting some really good, getting some really good guys, recruiting well. Uh, a lot of intensity around the Auburn football program. Dustin, uh, just give me your thoughts, man, and the energy right now. And how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm starting to feel a little bit better, man. Excited. We already got 20 people in here. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? Uh, man, I'm excited. Robert Lewis, we, uh, we're going to talk about him. We added a receiver out of Georgia State. Uh, we added a JUCO tackle as well. I'm. Uh, we got some big visits this weekend, man. We got, what do we got here, uh, eight days until signing day. So I, I'm interested to see if we can pull off a couple of five-star flips. I feel like we're going to at least get one, right? So uh, exciting, exciting times, man. And I think, Blake, that this is the most uh, – I don't think it's a stretch to say that this is, this is one of the more important time periods in Hugh Freeze's tenure at Auburn. If he's going to work at Auburn, he needs to nail this next month here right here. So, uh, or however long, I don't even know how long the transfer portal deadline extends out because they're changing it every year on us, buddy. He needs to nail down this class. We'll talk about it uh, flirting no matter where you look, you know, floating around top 10 for the 2024 class. And then, uh, you know, we got to got to hit on some of these portal guys, got to fill some of these gaps. But, yeah, man, you know I'm excited. We're, we're doing the damn thing. Big names, bait. Big names again on the list. Yeah, th- I think that's what's fun, man. Is uh, you know, you look at head coach Hugh Freeze and this Auburn staff and some of the guys that they're going after, and uh, just the just the strategy that they're taking uh, in the transfer portal. And they've already ret- uh, they've already attacked the receiver position, and we'll talk yeah. about that in a few minutes. And um, I feel like you're going to have plenty more come uh, even after. You know, we go through a day and all of those things and the, the portal window opens back up and everything like uh, there's plenty more to come man. but uh, early signing day, uh, 
you know, like you said, he, he's got to lock this month down, and I think he will. Um, I think there's a lot of momentum towards plenty of guys out there. I mean, I just feel like we're living in Gainesville right now. Um, <laughs> and hey. I feel like there's a lot of momentum there. Hey, yeah, they got no, they got some guys. They got some guys that committed. And then um, this is where, if you look at it, uh, you know, that first year, right, it'll buy you some time. So Billy didn't have a good first year there in Gainesville. But you, that first class, you know, they'll still they'll still buy into the vision. But if that second year starts to go south, that's when it's kind of, you know, it's, it, it starts to look uh, starts to look a certain kind of way. And you really need to have the administration. It needs to be firm in the backing, right? They need to – Florida needs to send a strong message and saying, we have Billy Napier's back. He's the guy. And they haven't been firm in sending that message. And you see him firing guys like uh, – I, his name slips my mind. I'll look it up here in a second. Um, I know they got, got rid of Corey Raymond, didn't they? Yeah, they, they got rid of a lot of assistants, and we had yeah. a, had a, a defensive lineman visit today that's also committed, not L.J. McCray, it's Williams. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody can t- t- probably tell us in the chat. But he talked about how the firing of position coaches is a big reason as to why he's looking elsewhere. This relationship means something, right? And then we also uh, we saw that with Cam Coleman. I mean, every interview I've seen of Cam Coleman, he is stead. Jimbo Fisher getting fired, Damian Craig getting fired. Then I knew right then I was going to Auburn. So the position coaches, uh, that means a lot. And like you said, there's we're, we're definitely we're living down there in Gainesville. Blake, let's hop over and say hi to the people. I got some of these comments I wanted to pull yeah. up. Uh, our girl Devin popping in, Miss Devin. Well, wrong one. Devin saying War Eagle, fellas. Devin, glad to see you. We're glad that you're mm-hmm. feeling better. P Pass uh, says hi, peeps. What is up, P Pass? Not Cleveland Knox. What's up? Ain't seeing you a little bit. Feels like War Eagle, everyone. I got Jazzy popping in. Jazzy, War Damn Eagle, baby. I know Jazzy was excited about that big blowout of Indiana, Blake. Mm, man, that was a fun one. Ryan Williams is who I want so, so bad. How you feeling about this one, Blake? I don't know, man. Like, like we were kind of talking before we got in here, you know, like, just the trolling and everything and 16, 17 year old kids. Like I get it. They're playing a game, right? Like um, it is what it is. Um, But I think the way I'm going to take this with Ryan Williams is he simply could have shut it down yesterday at the announcement. He simply could have said, Hey, I'm reclassifying to Bama. Uh, It's over. Like, uh, my recruitment's done. You know, uh, this is just how it's going to be. I'm, I'm going to Alabama. And he didn't. And that graphic with nothing but Sarah Land stuff on it, well, like I said, it could be a troll. But there was – only thing it said was roll tide in small fine print. Like, hmm. I, I just – you know, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think it's coming down to February, you know. And, and one thing – about it is he reclassified he reclassified folks so he can't sign in December mm. all right he has to wait until February uh because he can't he still has to finish out the school uh the schooling until uh, right. this year so he had um four touchdowns in the state championship game and ultimately they lost uh our guy DJ Barber with a crazy mm-hmm. play with uh what do you a uh, ballsy decision to go for it there go for the win um 
but DJ Barber makes a play, forces the fumble on a uh, quarterback that we're after, KJ Lacey, currently committed to Texas. So, hell of a game there. Uh, congratulations to DJ. Congratulations to to Clay Chalkfield, Blake. Uh, before we get in here, talk about Keontae returning. I kind of want. I, I haven't talked to you since that game. I wanted to ask you what you what you think about that end of man. Instead of they had because they were in field goal. If you don't know, they were, they had a field goal in their back pocket. I mean, that was probably what like a 25, 30 yarder at the max, and they they decided to uh, go for it and come up just short. Hell of a game, but. Boy, they had they had overtime in their back pocket. Yeah, so here's my thing with that is uh, he had just shanked one like 30 yards left um, mm-hmm. a couple of drives before that. Yeah. Um, and and I know it was a chip shot, but in high school, let's be honest, hey. like, man, you, like, you just never know in high school, right? Um, and so I feel like Jeff Kelly, who was a absolute dog in college at Southern Miss, uh, you know. Uh, just dude was a, a stud um and and he took over the Sarah land program uh has done masterful things down here in mobile uh building that program the thing i disagree with i don't i'm not mad that he went for it but it's the time you let run off the clock mm-hmm. because kj picked up the first down when he take when he took off the run and if you're going to go for it why didn't you call the timeout with 30 seconds left? And then you go for it. And if you pick up the first, then you can hurry up and get on the ball, spike the football, stop the clock, and you have one to two more plays from the two-yard line. Right. So I I don't, I don't know what was going on there in Jeff Kelly's head, but – it, it, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes. If KJ would have made it across the goal line, Jeff Kelly would have been the biggest hero. You know, wow. um, I don't know. I just – I kind of disagreed with him letting the time run off, man. I, I felt like he should have burned that time out. Yeah, I hear you. When you And you, you've you been saying for weeks how it's about Jimmy's and Joe's. I think uh, in his position, when you have those – when you have those Jimmy's and Joe's, you know, you feel like, hey, and Ryan Williams had what four tutties? Like, yeah, four tutties. He, he's that's why he's reclassifying Blake because he's ready right now. The kid's ready right now. That's a fact. And and the last thing I'll say about this is, I honestly think Jeff Kelly felt like they couldn't stop Clay in mm-hmm. overtime yeah. um, with the Clay kid going to Alabama uh, in in Bakwe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't want to butcher his name, but uh, I might have butchered it. But he's a, hell, he's a hell of an athlete. <laughs> yeah, stud dude. Like Clay and the and all the athletes they've been producing out of that school for the past ten to fifteen years is incredible. But I don't think Jeff Kelly. Uh, I think he kind of felt like, hey, we can't stop them from the ten yard line. They're just they're pounding us uh, at the line of scrimmage. So let's try to go for the win. So great yeah. game, great high school game, uh, top tier talent all over the field. Uh, it was a, a hell of a state championship. Yeah, that was that was the best of the Super Seven. Good good week of football though. Mm-hmm. The big news, Blake, though, Keontae Scott decides to come back for his third year on the Plains. Man, um, I saw where our, our guy Charlie Five posted on Twitter. This is as big as a portal win as anything, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Just talk about what this means, dude. Uh, it's simply the heart of your program coming back, uh, in my opinion. Uh, he is the guy. He's the fan favorite. He's the hot commodity uh, walking around campus right now. I feel like, uh, you know, you, you've you got uh, Trevon making videos of, hey, are we done yet? And Keontae saying, no, we ain't done yet. You know, so like he's he's the face of Auburn football, in my opinion, right now. And not only is he the face, 
Uh, he's a damn good nickel punt returner. Uh, he can play anywhere uh, yeah, back sure. there in that secondary. You can do a lot of things with him. So, yeah, uh, especially when you're losing the DBs that you're losing. Great point. Uh, you're bringing him back. And so one thing that kind of got me, man, is like I, I agreed with Charlie Five on this a lot because it kind of took me for a roller coaster because you know this in our game day group chat. If you're not a member, become a member, get in the group chat. We chop it up every day, all day, even if it ain't on a game day. We chop it up. We yeah, just love everybody. Recruiting updates now as we get them yeah. too, so you want to get in there. Um, I sent the the post – and, and where he was like, dear Auburn with the heartbreak. And I was like, I sent it into the game day group chat the other night. And I was like, yo, yeah, like, what is this? And I just like when he walked and sat in the chair in the video, man, I was like, no, like, don't, don't do this, man. Like, like, do not sit here and tell <laughs> us you're leaving Auburn. And all I could sit there and think about was like, him accepting the senior bowl invite, which I would have been damn proud of him, right? Like, right. I would have been so happy for Keontae. Uh, but when he kind of, like, leaned up and he was like, yeah, you know, job's not finished. Like, like let's go. Like, my time in Jordan here is not done. Um, I was through the roof, man, and I think this program's through the roof. And if you haven't watched, Ike Jones sat down with Keontae. Go to the War Report. Go to their channel right now. Watch that. Uh, great interview, mm -hmm. and uh, and Keontae's just as excited as this fan base to be coming back. He said some of the guys that they know that are coming back are already in a group chat talking about what they need to work on, uh, what are some things they need to get better at in the offseason. Let's go ahead and start now at getting better. Let's not wait. All right, let's start now. So uh, it's just, man, when you bring a Keontae Scott back, it's just a key piece, a monumental leader, uh, and, and I know during this season, we always talked about we needed somebody to step up and be a leader, right? Yeah. And uh, I feel like Keontae's done that, man. And, and that's what you're bringing back for 2024. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it was very exciting to watch how Ron Roberts used him just kind of all over the place. You mentioned how a lot of guys in that secondary are, are leaving. So it's a versatile guy that we can put in some different places. And I'm excited to see that because uh, we got the guy coming in from uh, Thompson, Caleb Harris. And mm -hmm. the, the game plan apparently is for Caleb Harris to play that position that Keontae has played. So I'm excited for, you know, the freshman to be able to come in and kind of see how it's done for a year. And hopefully we can get Keontae healthy for a whole year. Uh, let's make sure <laughs> let's make sure that he's out there on punt returns. And if he's not out there on punt returns, then let's uh, let's make sure we know who is out there and uh, let's account for him. But look. He's going to have a big year on special teams. He's crucial. He's crucial to the special teams aspect as well. Obviously, all over the field as a defender, but can flip the field position for us. Mm -hmm. And in, in in some of these big time games, man, we know how important that can be. So, yeah, this was a this was a big time gift for us. Moving on, Blake, to some guys that left. Uh, just kind of we'll mention them. Don't want to uh, spend too much time here. Wookie Denod, Austin Osbury, both uh, big four stars that um, when they originally committed didn't really find the uh, find the field here. Uh, you got any thoughts on this one? Um, yeah, you know we're thin. Uh, you know we're thin up front. Uh, we're losing some guys in the back end, but ultimately, man, uh, this is a Hugh Freeze roster now, yeah. and uh, I feel like this is what this is kind of what this comes to. Right? Is uh, these were not 
Hugh Freeze guys. And um, I feel like, you know, you want Hugh Freeze to get his guys in here, get his players in here. And uh, honestly, like, I just don't think, once again, I just don't think these two guys were going to see the field at Auburn. Um, And, I, I, you know, I hate to be like that, but at the end of the day, Let's chalk it up, man. Let's let's be real. Like I just don't think they were going to get on the field at Auburn, and uh, I think I think there's some portal guys that we could be after to bring in and and spice up this roster and and uh, and compete at a high level. So I'm not really mad at it, Dustin. Yeah the uh, the word on Austin Osbury that I heard was he was just he had str- he had struggled to kind of cover out there outside corner he had struggled with SEC speed and then they had moved him over to safety and it still didn't really work mm-hmm. and then we know that uh, that right there was I think it was right before UMass right uh, Wilkie had a little bit of trouble not sure exactly right I really don't know the details of what all uh, happened there but we do know that a little bit of trouble not sure if that played into the decision at all. Um, and then Jackson Hall making a very good point here. And I've been hearing this. We heard this all season, Blake, that uh, Brennan Williams passed Wilkie mm-hmm. on the depth chart, the local kid right there from the Auburn area, uh, a freshman coming in the same class. Not as highly rated as Wilkie, but, yeah, he uh, he definitely uh, heard good things about him all season and how he improved as the year went on. Um, had one here, Blake. I knew we were going to get this one tonight, so I wanted to go ahead and address it. Jackson asks, any thoughts on Perry having Bama in the graphic? You are Mr. 251. Anything to worry about, Blake? The Bama fans are trolling hard, buddy. I don't think so, man. Like, I don't. I, I think I think Perry is Auburn. Um, you know, I know we've been done wrong, and I know Auburn fans kind of want to panic, but um, – <laughs> I just I don't like I I feel like I followed Perry for for quite some time and and uh, I see his social media stuff and and when he posts and I see him you know recruiting guys to Auburn and everything and uh, I I just don't see him on signing day flipping back to Bama I, I just I think he's locked in with Hugh Freeze I know Hugh Freeze was there yesterday with Perry ate dinner with the family. Um, coming back so, this weekend. He's coming back to Auburn this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I think Perry's all Auburn, man. Yeah, a lot of this too, man. Is um, I think he's probably seen what's going on on social media, right? So mm-hmm. you know, you you talk about covering the face. I honestly, in our comments, our guy Jazzy talked about covering the face. A lot of people saying that's kind of a subtle troll in itself. Uh, you had the uh, the Bama commitment trying to troll in Auburn last week. He kind of used Perry to do it. So. Probably just some gamesmanship there, just having fun. Look, I don't, I don't think there's anything to worry. About. Listen, yeah. Perry, Perry recruited. Perry was recruiting Cam Coleman for months. Yeah, every day, like come, hey, come play with me, come play with me. Now he gets Cam Coleman, and, and he's gonna go, he's gonna dip. Nah, like he, he wants to be next to Cam Coleman. Um, those guys want to play together, and and they they know what they can do together. They know that they're gonna make it easier on each other. You know they're 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 all in one big group chat just yeah. talking about just trolling away, bro. Like they're like, hey, watch this, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me get these interactions real quick. Let me let me try to get this nil deal real I quick. I say it might and it might be worth ten twenty thousand more dollars. So why wouldn't you why wouldn't you do it? 
Steven asked, what about bowl games? Talking about next year with still one game to play. They haven't even started practices for the bowl game yet. We'll definitely do uh, – we'll do tons of content for the bowl game, brother. It's just – it's uh, it's a couple weeks away. We are signing days before the bowl game, so we're just kind of going in order. We'll definitely have uh, – we'll definitely have yeah. tons of stuff for the bowl game for sure. Don't worry about that. We're yeah. fired up for the Music City Bowl. Only, what you have? We ain't got nothing to worry about. Wait, some new transfers. Georgia State and a guy that uh, when he hit the portal, me and you had kind of texted like, hey, this is a guy, uh, this guy and then the guy out of South Alabama, uh, Robert Lewis, 5'11", 185 pounds, going to come in and play the slot position, can play a little bit of outside. Uh, I did a film breakdown today. I watched a film. Go check that out if you're a member over at the Warport. 70 receptions, 877 yards, seven TDs. What do you see in Robert Lewis's game and how do you think of it? Hey, I'm excited, man. Like, <laughs> I'm excited. Probably not going to catch 70 balls at Auburn. Um, but, you man, when you watch that. him. Yeah, when you watch him and, dude, him, Caleb Burton. Hey, come on now. Like, Robert Lewis is – he has the chance to be an absolute stud uh, at Auburn, man. He's a burner. Uh, he's got a – he had a what a ninety-seven yard touchdown against Charlotte this year. Mm-hmm. Um, just electric in the open field, can can cut on a dime. Uh, he's he's shifty, man. He's shifty. Uh, looks like he's got great hands. Obviously, catching seventy balls, uh, you know that speaks for itself. So, um, I think he's a pretty dang good route runner myself. Um, so I, I think that this is a big pickup for Auburn. And like I said, I, I'm gonna keep hammering this home, man. Hugh Freeze, when he goes after a guy at wide receiver, um, him and Marcus Davis, man, they got a plan. They got a plan. I know there was a couple misses last year, uh, but I kind of look at last year as, you know, man, it just everything happened so quick, right? Yeah, he, like, he, had, a, he had a lot going on. Yeah, like he so he had on. a lot of stuff, man, and it just happened so quick. That people are like, oh, you missed on that. You missed on that. Uh, I think this might. I think this year might be a little different. Yeah, I like this pickup. Let me ask you this though: uh, a guy that's primarily going to play in the slot. We know Caleb Burton will be back. So, I mean, we what Malcolm Johnson left. So maybe that's the spot okay. that is available there. But um, Var, we're hearing some things about Var maybe potentially not returning, and then um, you know. It's not Jay Fair very well could return, but there's um there's been some rumors about that as well. Do you think how uh, do you think that that's there's any any correlation there? Do you think that those things go hand in hand? Do you think that uh we're gonna there's gonna be some attrition in that slot position? Um, sorry, y'all. My daughter, if y'all can hear that, I'm so <laughs> sorry. She's making hella racket in the background back here. Um, but yeah, man, I think somebody's I think somebody's stepping out the door. Um, yeah. And it just hasn't been announced yet. And you also have you also have another window too after a day. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I think I think somebody's stepping out of the door. And and I hope Var doesn't go, man, because um, I, I feel like he stepped up in such a big way this year. Uh, but you know, I, I Jay Fair too. You know, I mean. Um, I really would love to see Jay Fair come back and stay healthy and um, and help this football team. But I, I do think somebody hits the door. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Uh, our guy Knox Cleveland gets over here and says, my question is why would Perry spend so much time recruiting for Auburn and then turn around and flip to Bama? Yeah, this is uh, – I'm with you on this. Now, recruiting is crazy, but Perry has been one of the guys that has just been really hard hard recruiting for Auburn. And, uh, you know, he's been – the pictures of him standing next to Walker White, you know, uh, in the end zone there at the Iron Bowl – uh, Perry's all in, man. This is all. This is all the game. Like like Blake said, they're in a group chat. They're having fun. Jackson Hall says George Pickens PTSD. It's hard to say anyone is locked down. See, I get this. Look, I get this. I'm not going to argue this. If you're somebody that's followed Auburn recruiting for a long time, then I completely understand uh, why you would be skeptical. Listen, we were being told uh, about five weeks. Me and Blake both had uh, multiple really reliable sources say Perry's going to flip. And I didn't believe it until it happened. So I understand. I understand this uh, this sentiment. I really do. Um, Speaking about somebody else that committed, Blake, Seth Whitford, 6'6", 295-pound offensive tackle from Snow College, talking about our boy Keontae coming back. Keontae originally transferred in from Snow College, a junior college out there in Utah. Um, A name that just kind of popped up, or at least one that I I had just seen, uh, we've had to get creative. Me and you have talked about this, had to get creative in the offensive line because of how thin Mississippi – Alabama, Georgia are just, it's a weird thing in this 24 cycle. But I think that if you go back and you look at the beginning of the season, when the situation happened at Northwestern and we were able to add Sedna, you're able to add a guy with four years of eligibility. And now here uh, you're adding a guy to Juco. I believe he's got three years of eligibility left. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Three years of eligibility left. So no COVID years. I think we're, we're starting to get past that with these new guys. So, uh, so yeah, so he's, he's at three years. So, um, uh, we're, we're finding creative ways to to get uh, to get offensive linemen in there, and then we're really going to hit that that twenty five class hard. But uh, another guy from, like I said, play look, I, I like the guy, the last guy we got from Snow College, and uh, beat out Iowa State here. Uh, do you got any, you got any thoughts on just adding some offensive line depth, Blake? Uh, just depth, man. Just depth and uh, competition at the position. You know. Yeah. Uh, I'll take anything uh, on the offensive line right now. You know, uh, we all know that that's been a big struggle for the Auburn Tigers, and so uh, anything up front, D line, O line, I'll take it right now, man. I hear you. I like this energy from our guy C. Well, this one I had you start C, uh, but I do feel you on the Cam Coleman. But this is what I'm talking about, Blake. This is that up tempo energy. Just a nice, simple, more damn eagle. Let's then go, baby. Let's go. Yeah. I don't even know what you're referencing, see, but I feel you. <laughs> yeah. And I like it. That's the juice that we like to bring. No doubt. My guy Jazzy gifted uh 10 memberships. Jazzy, thank Love you, that, brother. Man. We appreciate you, big dog. We really do. Uh, this is my guy right here. Jazzy's my dude. And yeah, man, speaking of these memberships, Blake, that is a good time to transition. As I hop on over here and and try to sort through all those stuff, but you can talk to these people, man, about these memberships. Tell them what they're getting. Oh man, three ninety nine a month, JV Squad. Uh, you're getting the member shout outs, uh, early access to videos. I finally got uh, the early access to videos thing figured out, Dustin. So I tried it last night. So I saw that uh, a couple of the people got to watch the videos early. I thought that was 
um, really nice for us to get going there. Um, and then we're always going to reply to your comments, people. Uh, so join that JV squad. It's just $3.99 a month. If you want to up to the $5.99 a month varsity squad, uh, the recruiting update videos, Dustin hammering the recruiting game right now, man. Uh, the game day group chat, uh, he dropped a nugget in there on us this morning at 6 a.m. My buddy is up early getting after it. Uh, and I'm telling you, man, uh, it's it's great info. Great info. We're following, you know, anything we possibly can with recruiting. Uh, the gameplay with you, that is for in the future when NCAA and we get that coming out in the summer. And, and you know, if you want to if you want to link up and play Madden, just hit us up. Uh, yeah, we got sure. Xbox. Uh, we'll do it with you, man. Just send, send us a gamer tag. Uh, watch the film, man. Auburn baseball. Uh, I'll be breaking down some stuff. Dustin will be breaking down some stuff. Uh, I know he wants to do a basketball video when he gets time. Uh, my buddy's been, you know, he's been just hammering away on some things. And uh, so when he gets his time, I know he'll he'll uh, he'll get it done here and there. So, uh, man, that's five ninety nine a month. Uh, you can't beat it, in my opinion. And and like I said, our game day group chat. Uh, it doesn't have to be a game day. We chop it up every day. We have fun. Uh, we, we, you know, we we talk about Auburn every single day, every single minute, man, and and uh, we definitely enjoy it. Yes, sir. So, uh, I would say, what's today? Tuesday. I would say Thursday for the uh, for the JV and for the varsity. I'll be putting out a uh, putting out a recruiting update video. So, yeah, man, we're gonna be gonna be uh, be pumping those out and like basketball coming full swing. I'm, it was a fun, fun game the other day there in Atlanta. Blake is going to be all over the baseball stuff. If you are a fan of baseball, if you're a fan of Auburn baseball, I'm telling you, man, my guy Blake. Uh, for one, there's not there's not a bigger Auburn baseball fan. <laughs> and for two, uh, you know, you're going to really want to see the watch the film, breaking down the at bats, breaking down the the pitchers. Blake's going to get in there and really tell you kind of what they're thinking, what they're doing. Blake's one of the guys when he's watching baseball, he can tell you what's coming, you know, before it happens. So. Uh, you definitely, man. If you're into baseball, basketball, recruiting, football, man, we're, we're we got you covered, dude. It's Auburn sports all the time, baby. We're covering all of it. And uh, let's go over here back to these comments. Our guy Jazzy says, "I want Pounders. Pounders is the offensive tackle, mm -hmm. I believe, out of Memphis. So yeah, we definitely heck definitely, of a name too. Yeah, that's so. That is that is an offensive lineman. That is an <laughs> offensive lineman name. Our guy Michael popping in and says, "Turn the page. We're about to start winning these big recruiting battles again." Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's um this this uh this this little stuff with Perry. It's all fake, but it's all manufactured by Bama fans. But this is the kind of stuff that you get with five stars. No one no one cared when we were down there beating competing with, you know, Missouri and Ole Miss for three stars, right? No one was making fake uh, fake accounts. And that's the thing, too. You got to be careful. Look, me and Blake have seen this over the past two or three weeks. The Bama, the Bama fans, the Gumps, they are in full force right now. When I tell you they are out, they they are out creating Gmail accounts left and right, baby. They are they are make they, they them boys got five, six, seven Gmail accounts on their phone right now. I'm just telling you, uh, they're on the they're on the YouTubes, they're on the Facebooks, the tweeters, yeah. they're everywhere, brother. Uh, pretending to be Auburn fans, uh, comment under these recruits pages, comment under their their parents pages. Uh, there's gonna be some that comment under our video right now. Y'all are weird. It's a weird energy. Just, just strange, but yeah, Michael, that's um, it's a good sign when these weird things are happening because it means you're not 55th 
in recruiting like we were before Hugh Freeze came in last year and saved the day and brought in a brought in a top twenty class. So it's just part of the game, baby. That's how it goes, man. It's all a it's all a game. Yeah, Jackson agrees with you. Uh, Pounders just off the name alone. <laughs> uh, I thought Jerquan Scott was supposed to make his commitment today, Knox Cleveland. Yeah, this is the kid from Southern Miss, the offensive lineman from Southern Miss. Um, my understanding of this, Blake, and I want to give credit to where it's due. I read this on On3 and I read this on Rivals, uh, but they both said the same thing, that apparently this was more of him. Uh, he was going to uh, – they had predicted him to go to Ole Miss, and that mm-hmm. was more of an Ole, an Auburn decision. And that Auburn has uh, a kid from Toledo coming in, and there's a kid from San Jose State coming in this weekend that yeah. Auburn feels good about and is after. And then, obviously, we just talked about the JUCO guy that they added. So, if he hasn't committed yet, we're sitting here at 737. I don't know. He was expected to commit to Ole Miss today. Um, these things are very fluid. Was it Dylan Wade last year that was about to get on a plane and go to Illinois uh, to play for Bielema? And then we gave him that call. Like He was literally like on the way to the airport or something like that. Yeah. So you just you just don't you just don't know you know maybe something could have fell through and then Hugh may have made a call he might be committed to more I'm not saying that's what happened but this portal game man uh, boy it's it's wild and he was a dog behind the scenes Blake yes <laughs> it it is wild man and and I, like I know this is kind of like out off topic but everybody keeps hammering for a quarterback man and like you just we're at a point in, in the portal where these dudes are asking for like one to two to three million dollars for a year of play. And that's how crazy the portal has gotten. And, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and trying to get these cats in here. And uh, it's just, it's a wild time in college football. And, you know, you look at the Marvin Harrison Jr. stuff and you see, Ohio State trying to come up with $25 million to keep him at Ohio State and all this. Cool. You're just like, dude, that like we're at a pay for play now. You know, we're, we're, hey, we pay the most money, you come play. So, um, the Gumps, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. You no, know, they've, they've earned it, especially this last couple of weeks. Our guy C says Auburn baseball is, le- is legit. This is our year. We definitely will be talking about this more, but yeah, man, this team has the ceiling for this Auburn baseball team is world is world Se- winning the college world series. I'm not scared to say that. I went I went and watched them play La Tech in the fall and and covered the game and everything. And uh, I, I'm going to talk about now that football season's over. Um, I'll hop on here and and talk about it. Um, you know, one thing I will say is you know like during football season, man, if you throw a baseball video out mm-hmm. there, it just flatlines. Uh, even basketball. You know, yeah, even even basketball. You throw a basketball and it's football season, man, it's going to flatline. Just because, like I tell y'all, Auburn is a football school, man. No, no matter how you want to <laughs> slice it, uh, Auburn fans care. I mean, Auburn fans love Auburn, but it's football, man. Um, but I went and watched the baseball team play, and I'll tell you right now. Uh, Bobby Barrels coming back was huge. Gonzo coming back was huge. Uh, but you still got guys out there, man. I, I, know, I know we lost a, a Cole Foster and things like that. But, man, uh, you got the Fabian kid that transferred in yeah. from Florida. And you still got Coop and our bullpen that come back. And it just uh, Chase also looked tremendous over in Biloxi, man. Mm-hmm. A completely different guy 
from last year to when I watched them in the fall, man. Uh, just the pitching and the arms that Auburn baseball is going to have is, is going to carry this team a long way. Got a little bit of work to do with the sticks. Uh, my man Chris Stanfield struggling a little bit, but that's going to come, man. That stuff like that happens in the fall. Uh, your offense is always a little bit behind the arms and everything. So uh, it'll pick up, man. I, I had a good conversation with Coop when I was there. And uh, like he said, if we just figure out the sticks, uh, it's it's it could go anywhere. So, yeah, yeah I think they'll figure it out. Jazzy says, uh, bro, say less. Let's start a dynasty when NCAA comes out. That's that's the plan, bro. That's the plan. Like yeah. we can all um, we can all hop in and everybody pick a Sun Belt team. We can get a 10, 14 man dynasty going. Like that that is the plan. We want to have a lot of fun with it. Um, Go Jags. <laughs> South Alabama, baby. Blake Blake already Blake already claiming Blake already claiming the Jags. I hear you. I hear you. All right, Blake. Look, uh, what's going to talk about this recruiting class, man? Uh, early mm-hmm. signing day start is uh, January or January, December the twentieth. Here, no matter where you look, we're all kind of in that same spot. Uh, ninth according to rivals, eleventh according to on three. On three kind of compiles all the rankings. I kind of like the way that they do there. So right there inside the top ten, flirting around the edge of the top ten. Um, we got some big visitors coming in this weekend. What do you want to see as uh, as we finish out here with about a week to go? Um, I want to I want to see I want to see that D line and that linebackers man, th- those two groups, and us living in Gainesville, and us make a move uh, up front and in the trenches, man. Uh, you know, I I know all the stuff is on Ryan Williams and focusing on that situation and everything. Like, I get it. But at the end of the day, man, uh, you look at the safety position like a K.J. Bolden, uh, closing, trying to close that out. And even if it doesn't happen, man, uh, I feel like you go hard at it uh, and you make a run. I know he loves FSU, but if you can make a run at it uh, and, and he does flip, I think that's positive for you. But I'm mainly looking at the guys down in Gainesville right now, and I want an L.J. McCray, man. Like, I want – you know, I, I want that talent that that could that could change the face of this program. You know, and like I said in previous episodes, that if you get inside that top ten, if you get inside that top ten, you're competing for national championships. Uh, I don't care how you slice it, man. You look at the top every single year. Who are the top teams in consideration of the college football playoff? You flip over to recruiting, and it's bam. It's a mirror image right there. Bang. That's what it is, man. Yeah. And uh, we always say college football is one-off Jimmys and Joes. And, uh, you know, I feel like if you can land a couple guys and and flip them to Auburn on signing day and you can get inside that, that six to seven range, six to eight range, whatever, uh, Auburn's sitting Auburn's sitting damn nice, man. Like, uh, I just – I don't know how you couldn't be excited about this football program. Yeah. Cody says, do you think Amarius Williams, Amaris Williams, thinks how you say it, is considering flipping to Auburn? Will that push McCray to commit to Auburn? So you talk about living in Gainesville. This is the uh, recruit that I was referencing earlier. Uh, another defensive lineman that's committed to Florida that we're trying to poach. And apparently he visited and it went really well. Right. So um, I. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Do you get both of them? 
that's hard. That's hard to that's hard to sit here and predict that you get both of them. But uh, I I like I like where we sit with LJ McCray. But it's uh, you still got you know you still got eight days, and it's he's committed he's he's committed to Florida for a reason, and that's what he said. Uh, it was funny. So he visited Florida State and he visited Auburn, and he literally said the exact same thing, almost verbatim. Like mm-hmm. his exit interviews were just basically the exact same thing, and it was pretty generic. So it kind of made me think like he already knew what he was going to say. He wasn't really going to give anybody any nuggets, but yeah, it's uh, we got all the moment. I mean, like compared to Florida, like we got the momentum right now, and uh, I feel comfortable saying that I think we got bigger bags, Blake. I don't know these individual offers on these two, you know, specific recruits, mm-hmm. but I I know what some of the guys that are already committed to Auburn got. And they got they got big old bags, so I know I know that we and I know that Williams has probably seen you know got, got a nice offer, and uh, I know that McCray's got a got a big one out there. So yeah, I'm with you. I want to see I want to see this defensive line get shirt up, and let's um if there's some battles there to be won on the offensive line, let's find them right. Cohen Eccles. Yeah. If if there's still a chance for us to get Cohen Eccles in the boat, I mean I know we decommitted from Texas A&M. It's yep. been kind of quiet, you know, as, uh, since then. So I don't, I don't have any info on that one. That would be a huge gift for us. Right now, it's uh, it's just DeAndre Carter, right? Uh, we thought that we had favor Edwin, and then classic Bama here. Well, first it was Florida. Florida comes in, and then all of a sudden Florida fades out, and then Bama comes in, and now all of a sudden he's got them thinking because uh, the word was that. You know, crystal balls are going in. Favor Evans about to commit to Auburn. Just been kind of a tough go in this twenty-four class for us on the offensive line. And I don't, I, I don't even think that Bama has any intentions on Favor Evans ever playing. Blake, I think they just wanted to come in there and screw with Auburn a little bit. Mm. Mm. Typical, typical Bama, typical Bama behavior. <laughs> Oh, Jazzy with the super chat. Thank you, brother. It says Bama fans are worried. Remember, they trolled the hell out of Georgia when they were on the rise. Welcome their fear for dinner. Yum. Jazzy, mm. let me tell you something, dude. I want everybody to uh, stop what they're doing for a second and hear me. When the time comes that Auburn is on top of the state of Alabama again. When we are on the three, four game winning streaks, hell, I remember Tubbs walking off holding up six. If we could ever find that again, I will be the most obnoxious some bitch this world's ever seen. I'm gonna let them know. I'm I'm gonna let them know, Blake, because I'm a I'm a scoreboard guy. You're a scoreboard guy. When you beat us, there's only so much I'm gonna say. And last year, when you swept us in basketball, when you beat us in the baseball series, and you beat us in football, and then you, you got us in the, a crazy all-time classic football game this year, there's not a whole lot for us to say. But all I know is this pain <laughs> and, and having to sit back and listen to all this noise, boy, I can't wait. I can't I can't wait to let them know, brother. I'm right there with you, brother, and uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, you want to talk about – somebody being obnoxious uh when it does happen i can let y'all know right now uh i will be on my a plus uh shit talking (laughs) game uh i I just i'll I'll hit it with you right there like excuse my language but 
um, I will be on my on my talking game, and uh, because I've had to deal with every social media account I get on, uh, there's something about Auburn every day about how we just suck, and um, you know you're you're in the you're in the college football playoff, bro, and and you're somehow worried about me. And, and you're not yeah. worried about Michigan. You're worried about me, bro. And and I'm like, the last thing I can tell you is if Auburn was in the college football playoff, I wouldn't be worried about Alabama and the Music City Bowl, dog. Period. Like, wouldn't right. be happening. I would be telling you, hey, little bro, go kick rocks, okay? Like, I don't care about you, all right? But instead, you're over here making up fake accounts and stuff, talking about recruiting and all this crap. Like, get out of here, man. Like, you don't yeah. want to see me when Auburn's on top. Yeah, it's gonna be hell. Spicy penguin. Dame Marcus Harris just announced he's gone. Yeah, this was uh, we saw this coming, and um, he he kind of let it known before the year that it was a goal of his to to have a good year and go pro. But yeah, I'm proud of Marcus. I think that him and Jalen improved their draft stock by rounds, by yep. rounds, Blake. I mean, Marcus had to have shot up to. I can't see him making it past the third round, right? I mean, a guy that yep. can rush the passer from the interior and stop the run, that'll get you places in the NFL, man. So, yeah, uh, very, very proud of Marcus. And then I see somebody in here saying, uh, I got Knox saying, damn, I would have loved to see Marcus Harris play with his brother, his brother being Malik Blockton, who had one hell of a year for Pike Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. But, listen, it's, uh, Malik will step in and – He'll be uh, he'll feel the he'll feel Big Brother's shoes in, in good time. We got look TJ Lindsay, um, Jamonte Waller, and Joseph Phillips out there on the edge. I really like a lot of the pieces that we're adding in this class on the defensive line. We got another super chat here, Blake. As I try to get to it, hey got- Marcus, Marcus, go get your bag, dog. Go get yeah. your bag. Um, yeah. He earned that. He earned that. That. That's a dude that come in here and worked his tail off. I'm I'm proud of him. Um, never gonna hate on a guy for leaving and going and and chasing a dream at playing at the next level and uh, trying to support his family. And I think all of us Auburn fans are right there with that, right? You know, like, we love Marcus Harris and and dude was still actively telling kids coming out of the portal like, hey, go to Auburn. Right. You know, um, salute to you, man. You played your ass off for the Auburn Tigers and. Um, just wishing you the best, uh, the, the higher you go in your career. And uh, whenever football's done, hopefully we can see you back at Auburn one day. Yeah, for sure. He, uh, Like I said, I think his game really fits the NFL well. I think that he's going to have success. Yeah. Our guy, Al, the $5 super chat. Thank you, Al. We appreciate it. He says, I'm going to have to lose weight, but I still have my Fear the Thumb shirt. Yeah, hey, I feel you, big yeah. dog. I feel you. Hey, well, get it. Do the uh, do the old the old classic trailer park thing. Get it framed up. Frame the t-shirt. Stick it behind you or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, those were those were good times. It was nice. I remember what uh, what we did. Blake was um, I would always get the score shirt for Christmas. I mm. knew I knew that on Christmas uh, one of my gifts was going to be the shirt with yep. the score on it. And then I was coming back to school, baby, from Christmas break. With a T-shirt to let everybody know. And, well, we uh, had to wear uniforms uh, at our school, so we didn't get to do things like that. So we had to wear school uniforms. Yeah, uh, my God. Mobile uh, County, man. Go figure. 
<laughs> I had a I had a friend, Justin Zepp, had a whole bunch of classes with Justin Zepp my whole life and uh, didn't see Justin Zepp ever again in my life after 2009. I literally got him <laughs> at the right at the right time. But yeah. somewhere somewhere out there, man, Justin's happy. He was a good dude. Jazzy says, uh, suck it in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just suck it in, baby. Rock that, rock that fear the thumb shirt. Uh, the reconcile says, I'm expecting some big DL news out of the portal. Seems calculated. Yeah. Now we need um Blake. I want to see uh I want to see defensive linemen from the portal. We need a couple of experienced guys. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I wouldn't mind adding another defensive tackle or two. And then corner. I want to see, I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing two experienced corners out of the portal, to be real with you. Yeah, I know that kid from K-State, uh, he just entered the portal, the DB from K-State. Um, man, my daughter is just <laughs> killing it back here. Um, but um, I know the DB from K-State, uh, he entered the portal. I don't know where Auburn, if they're even interested in looking at him. Haven't really checked up on it. But uh, I'm, I think with Marcus announcing that he's going – uh, I think Auburn knew this, and they've kind of had their hands on it and uh, handling the situation. You probably just haven't heard anything about it yet. Uh, and I think Auburn will add in the portal, and we'll be just fine. Yeah. Devin says, definitely going to be the biggest Michigan fan on January the 1st, yeah. and then cheering for her Huskies, of course. Uh, yeah, Devin's, Devin's husband, I believe, is from Washington, so uh, he's a big Husky fan, so she's supporting her husband there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, those are the two teams that I'm pulling I'm pulling for in the playoffs. I wouldn't mind seeing either one of them win. Michigan was actually my preseason pick to win the national championship, and I think that everybody, obviously, watching this podcast is going to be all the board, the Wolverines, come January 1st. So, yeah. And it's – uh, Jim Harbaugh is such a good coach. I feel like he's got to get a title. I mean, he knocked on the door so many times in the NFL. He knocked, uh, He's knocked on the door a couple of times now in college. Eventually, Harbaugh's got to get him one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't yeah. mind if – I wouldn't mind if this was a year. Blake, read this one out loud just because I know you want to say it. Mobile County for life, baby. 251. <laughs> Love it, Jazzy Joe. Uh, my city, man. I love my city. I love that, uh, you know, I got kids that are flocking to Auburn from Mobile County, Baldwin County. Uh, you know, even though they're across the bay and the rivalry's real, uh, I, I still love them kids, man. Uh, me and Dustin, we drove to Foley, Alabama to watch Perry and Bryce play this year. Like, uh, I'm always going to you'll always hear me rep mobile. And especially if there's a kid that has a chance to play D one football or baseball, basketball, whatever from mobile, man, I will push his name uh, with all I can, as long as I have a platform podcast, whatever to get on YouTube or Twitter or whatever to do. So, man, uh, I love my city and I want to see all the kids in this city be great, man. And uh, Jazzy, I appreciate the comment, brother, mobile County two, five, one, uh, love this area. Yeah, well, Blake, y'all got a ton of talent to talk about. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> yeah, man. You don't have, you don't have to. Uh, it's not a whole lot of fake hype, right? There's there's plenty. I mean, Sarah Land alone, uh, Sarah Land alone is just an all star studded. Yeah. So yeah, you, a lot of good football up there in Mobile, man. I've had a, I had a blast this year. That's you know, it really sucks just sitting here this uh, this week. And I was uh, I was thinking about that this morning. I was sitting on the couch and I was like, man, I don't have yep. a game to go to Friday night. <laughs> yep. It sucks, man, man. Damn it, man. 
I know high school football is over, man. Um, man, it, it, it really does suck uh, because I feel like that was, you know, we had plans every Friday night to go do something and, and go support these kids, you know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what though, we, um, next year, next year, stay tuned. Cause we got big plans when it comes to this recruiting game for sure. No doubt. David gets in here and it's something we talked about the other day, Blake, he says, I want to see the next level of Peyton Thorne does after having this year and going all the way through spring training and to see him come out of the gate firing on all slots. Again, something me and you talk about. Um, we'll kind of we'll kind of finish here before we get out of here. Get your last second comments and guys, uh, hit the like button if you have not subscribed to the channel if you have not done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about the quarterback situation, you know, it's it's like uh, I mean, like like Cam Ward, right? So mm-hmm. Cam Ward is is asking for well over a million dollars. And uh, so there's just a lot of things to consider. You had brought up the great point the other day about, you know, how long are you even going to have the guy? And you, you know, it's not, you only, there's, you only have so much NIL money, right? Like I know if uh, 10 minutes ago I said, Auburn's got the bag, we got the bag, but you know, you could put that bag on an LJ McCray, a guy that's going to be here three, four years versus, you know, a guy that's like you said, you're renting, but um yeah, this is this is something that you had talked about, and, and you pay, running it back with Peyton Thorne with better weapons and a year in the offense, running the real offense, right? Him not looking over his shoulder. Oh, am I coming out on third down? Oh, you want me to go back in on this third down? All that kind of stuff. Uh, your thoughts on this comment? Yeah, I think sometimes during the season we got lost in the fact that Peyton Thorne did not have a full off season, mm-hmm. and I mean, he only had a couple months to get ready for the season, and he didn't even get to go through spring practice. And um, it it was a rush uh, a rushed situation, and uh, you know I think that's why we were splitting quarterback time, and uh, it was just a disaster. And like you brought up, you know, third and one, he's in the game, or third and one, he's not in the game, and then yeah. we fall start in third and six, he goes in there, and um, it's just you know completely looking over his shoulder, not knowing. Uh, you know, if I if I throw an incomplete pass here, am I out or is Robbie coming in or, um, you know, I, I I agree with David right here and and um, like you mentioned, better weapons, man, better weapons, uh, hopefully a better a little better offensive line too. Uh, I feel like there was some times this year we got beat up front in some games, especially that New Mexico State game, man. Like yeah, and then you come out oh, the next week and you and you smash Alabama. That's my thing, man. It's like Texas A&M, we got whipped up front. Go back and turn that game on. We got whipped. Uh, It was embarrassing, you know. And uh, I know PT missed some throws in that game. But we got beat up front bad. Um, So, hopefully, we can can really get in the trenches, man, and and improve up front uh, in year two. And I'm okay with – I'm I'm okay with Chris Corey, man. I grew up with Corey. Uh, Good dude right there, man. Mobile Christian. Uh, that was my rival back in high school. Uh, I went to Cottage Hill, so uh, a lot of intense rivalries uh, going yeah. back. Back in the went day. and saw a, a Kansas Jayhawk commit play a game at Cottage Hill for absolutely no reason. Now, <laughs> yeah, man. How? Uh, and then he went to Missouri and playing basketball. I love love LeBaron. Yeah. Love yeah. him. I wish him the yeah. best. Uh, it was just heartbreaking. Uh, for him not to be uh, an Auburn Tiger. But 
how it goes, man. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm going to use this one, Blake, and then I'll get out of here giving my yep. final thoughts. Knox asks, will Hugh Freeze take over play calling next year because I feel like he needs to. That's why he has gotten to where he is now. You've been listening to our show, Knox. Yeah, he he uh, he took over after the Ole Miss game. So, yeah, I don't think um, – I think that the up until the Ole Miss game, and I'm not exactly sure, you know, if there was – um. You know, I'm sure that Phillips still has some input, maybe call some plays here or there. But I, I do know and uh, that he walked in there and said, hey, look, we ain't doing that no more. And uh, so, yeah, I think that f- what you're going to see for the remainder of Hugh Freeze while he's the head coach at Auburn is you're going to see the RPO up-tempo offense 100% without a doubt. If he's going to lose, if he's going to get fired from Auburn, if it's not going to work, he's going to go down doing it his way. So to answer your question, Knox, Yes, I think moving forward, it is going to look like Hugh Freeze's offense and he will be calling the plays, I would say, majority of the time. Yep, uh, I agree 100%. I think a lot of people, uh, when they sent a group of coaches down here to the uh, Ryan Williams announcement yesterday and one of the coaches was Philip Montgomery, everybody was on social media like, why is Philip Montgomery? Like, why is he sending Philip Montgomery? I think Philip Montgomery is still going to have a position at Auburn. Um, and, it, you know, it's not going to be calling plays, but it's going to be QB development, man. I really I really feel like he's going to still have his hands uh, on, on our quarterbacks. And um, I do think Q will be calling plays, man. So, you know, um, I went to Viger. Hey, baby, them wolves, baby, them Viger wolves. Love the mobile love, man. BC yeah. rain, them red Raiders. Love that. Uh Jazzy man, BC Rain. Uh, that is awesome, man. A, a fine stadium they just built out there, brand new. A uh, heck of a school and everything they've done out there in the past couple of years to get that up. The Viger Wolf Pack, man. Uh, Jazzy, just, tell us you play QB, bro. We know you play QB, Jazzy. <laughs> the Viger Wolf Pack. They just built a, a, a million dollar stadium out there mm-hmm. in Pritchard, Alabama. Uh, a lot of great athletes out there in Pritchard, man. Yeah, uh, sure. Love the Mobile Love tonight. But my, the the last thing I'll say before I kick it to you, Dustin, um, I want to say this. No matter what happens, um, no matter what happens on early signing day, <clears throat> excuse me, no matter what happens on early signing day, this program is headed in the right direction, man. Um, there's talent coming into this program and elite talent at that. Uh, there's no more three stars, you know, uh, right. we're down in the trenches. Uh, we're steadily with the big dogs, man. And I think you got to look at that as a positive. Uh, when you look at the new additions to the SEC and you're up there with the Texases and the Oklahomas and Alabamas and Georgias and you're sitting here battling it out, all right, even if you don't win a, a win a Ryan Williams in February, you went down to the freaking wire, dude. Hugh Freeze did everything he could possibly do because we had a bum in here before that who got a job off a hot tub interview, all right? <laughs> And he didn't even talk to the kid, and he's the best player in the freaking country. All right, how how's that even happen, man? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I can tell you how it happened. Uh, Brian Harson thought that he could take three, two stars, and three stars and develop them into five stars. He thought he was that kind of guru. Yeah. Look, it happens every now and then. I got people that hit me up and they say, "Oh, well, Russell Wilson was a two star." Yeah, it happens every now and then. All right, it happens. It does. 
But I can tell you, ask Nick Saban how many national championships he won with two stars. <laughs> right. Ask yeah. Nick Saban how many national championships he won with two stars. Urban Meyer as well. How many national championships mm. you think Urban Meyer won with two stars? It don't it don't work like that, man. That's not how college football works. So be positive. Uh, it's this next month is crucial. It's yeah. huge. Jazzy played center. Love that <laughs> baby. Love the O line. Uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, I can just see Jazzy up there just getting dirty in them trenches. Yeah, stuff. O'Connor Lou. <laughs> yeah. Boy, no, Jazzy was a dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I love it. Hey, War Damn Eagle, Dustin, to you, man. Yes, sir. Hey, man, uh, this was a really fun show. I appreciate you guys, man. Uh, you know, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Jazzy, thank you for the super chat. Uh, thank you to yeah. our other super chat as well. Appreciate you. Thank you for the uh, awarding the memberships to our to our people that got a new membership tonight. Stay tuned. Tons of recruiting content coming. We will see you guys Friday at 10 a.m. Stay locked in. If you're on social media, do not fall for the gump trolls. Don't fall for it, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's all a game. Them boys nervous. We'll see y'all Friday at 10 a.m. We're out. War Eagle, baby.